Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world. Broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world. BlakeRadio.com. Music for your mind, body, and soul. Talk radio at its best. You're listening to Rainbow Soul. BlakeRadio.com. There's nothing new. 
It's just whether or not you're able to take that leap of faith in yourself and your abilities and your talents. And sometimes we don't even realize that we have these talents and these gifts. Sometimes other people bring it to our attention. That's happened to several of our guests who have who have said that other people have told them, you know, when you were a kid in school, you were always the mediator. You were always the one that everybody listened to. You were always, or whatever, you were always misfix it or, or, you know, whatever. And sometimes you just, you just do things. You just, and our guests will say, you know, it was, I was on automatic pilot. I didn't realize I was doing anything special, but anytime there was a disagreement, anytime there was a fight, people would come to me and say, okay, could you fix this? Could you fix that? And they would be able to do it. For some people, it was having the right mentor. Um, sometimes you just happen to come across that right teacher or neighbor or parent or cousin, anyone, a relative, that you like the way that they handle themselves and you want to emulate them. Some of our mentors don't even know that we use them as mentors. I know that, that's been an instance with myself where I've, like the way certain people have patterned themselves. I like the way they handle certain situations. And therefore, I said, well, if I'm ever in a situation similar or like that, I would know exactly what to do because I would want to handle myself in that fashion. And that's where we get some of our mentors. So there are, mentors are always available to us. They're around us. And sometimes they don't even know that we're using them in that fashion. And it's a wonderful thing. Let me just run by you all the questions that we ask uh, in the program. And, and I find that I usually don't have to ask my mentors too much because they pretty much they get rolling kind of quick. A lot of people are excited about the fact that they've been able to do more than one thing well. Um, well, here are the questions. When and or how did you develop this interest? Well, for some people... It was a natural. They just knew exactly wanted what they wanted to do, what they were capable of, of doing. Some people, they were clueless. They studied. They went to school. They went back to school. By the way, I never gave anyone's age on this program, and that's because uh, learning is ageless. You just continue to learn whatever, whether it be on the computer or go to the library, go to the museum, ask people, talk to people, ask other professionals, um, anyone, and just find out what do they do, how did they get there, what did they study, what is their day like, um, and, and found that, you know, if you're interested in something, pursue that interest. When did you become aware of this skill? Well, for some people, they didn't even know they had that skill until someone else found it out to them. For others, they just always knew, for example, that they were good with their hands. They wanted to draw. They wanted to paint. They wanted to be an orator. For some people, they just naturally knew they wanted to teach. They loved teaching. They loved being around people. Some people want to be counselors. They just knew right away, wow, this is the kind of work I want to do. Uh, some people want to be surgeons. They want to be doctors. They want to be nurses. They just felt they had that inner affinity. And that's what I tried to bring out in this program. Thank goodness I had Neil Blake and the opportunity of Rainbow Soul, Blake Radio, Rainbow Soul, and he gave me the opportunity to spread my wings and try to do this radio program, Faceted Gems. Another question. 
were any skills from your previous occupation transferable skills? Well, you know, you have a lot of tools in your toolkit, and you may not even realize it, but you do. And some of those skills, some of those tools, they're transferable to a lot of other professions, and you may not even realize it until you're really, really pushed. Sit down and make inventory of what kinds of things you like to do and you're not so crazy about doing. Make an inventory of some of the things that you need to look up. You need to research. Nothing wrong with that. Did you have to learn different skills? Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Make an inventory of what you have to learn. Be open. Be open and accessible and flexible to learning. It can be very exciting. One of the major questions that always got everybody buzzing, are you still evolving? Well, I hope you are. I know I am. I'm a work in progress. All evolving. And as some of my guests have also shared with us, not every project that they've taken upon themselves to try to do has worked necessarily the way they thought it would. Some things didn't work out. Some things they thought were just going to be great and just total disasters. There's no such thing as not having a lesson learned from a disaster. You learn from these disasters, allegedly, and these learning moments become the the fodder from which you learn and grow from and hopefully don't make the same mistake. If you do make the same mistake, it means there's something else you didn't learn. That's all. Temporary setback. Don't let that deter you from wanting to be the gardener, the teacher, the bilingual ed coach, whatever it is that you want to be. What are your next steps? You know what's so fascinating is that all the guests admit that they don't know everything. Well, you know, for some people that's very, very difficult thing to admit. There are some people that cannot admit that they don't know everything. And once you're able to admit that you don't know everything, well, you go and seek out those that know what it is you're seeking. And that opens you up to a lot of information, a lot of wonderful people, the ability to network and meet other people, join clubs and organizations in those areas that you have an interest. A lot of these organizations are free. I'm not asking you to dig deep in your pocket. I mean, there are some things that you're going to have to pay for, I guess, but there are other ways that you can get information that's just right out there, on the Internet, in the library talking to people, networking. Do you have any ideas or suggestions for others? I am so blessed and so grateful to my guests because many of them were able to refer people to those organizations or places where they felt, you know what, this is where you might be able to get a start. A lot of my guests have have given their addresses, phone numbers, websites, so that you can talk to them and and ask them specifically about those areas of interest. It's important that you meet people that, that are still working on their projects, their dreams, because then if you're in a situation where you're not getting that kind of 
positive feedback and support, you can talk to someone who will try to be encouraging. All right? If you're around negative people, negative people pull you down. But if you're around positive people or at least have a little hope and faith and belief, amazing things can happen. And that's contagious. And that's a good way to to look at life. How can one get started? You know, sometimes you don't even know what the right question to ask is. You don't. And that's why sometimes in a classroom it's good to just listen to what someone else asked the teacher because you may have had the same question, but you really didn't know how to phrase it. And so how do you get started? Well, for some people, they kept a journal. For some people, they just wrote it down. Some people are list makers. Some people aren't. Some people are more verbal. But get it out. Let somebody know that that's what you're interested in. Let someone know that this is an aspiration of yours. There is no such thing as a crazy dream. None. If you want to write, write. If you want to draw, draw. If you want to be an equestrian, be an equestrian. Find out what you have to do, where you have to go to school, where you have to get horses, whatever. But find out. Talk to other people. There are clubs. There There are clubs for almost everything, I think. And if there isn't a club, start one. How can we encourage others? You know, one of the reasons that the program was started that Faceted Gems was started, was to try to encourage other people. It's very, very important that we try to be supportive for each other. There is so much to to be gained by patting someone on the back, by letting them know and reassuring someone that they're not alone. So, We encourage each other by the knowledge that we share, by the friendship, by the love, by the genuine ability that we have to say, I I have hope. And if you're a religious person, prayer. A lot of people said that's what got them through those lean days, got them through those trying times when their family said, you're crazy, you're not going to do this. There's no money in that, or there's no money in this. And in spite of that, they went on and did what they had to do. And as I said before about education, go back to school. If you have to go back to school, back, take, take a class. Take a community college. Take a class. Take a small class. You know, it, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be a, a big Ivy League school. It, and just get yourself back into it. Um, for some people, uh, they were told, well, you have a good job now. Why are you messing around? Leave things alone. You're capable of doing more than one thing well. We all are. That's why you're a faceted gem. And that's why you're listening to Faceted Gems. On Blake Radio, Rainbow Soul. What has maintained you throughout this venture? Did anyone inspire you? For some people, it was a parent. Some people found their inspiration in their home life. For some people, it was a classmate. For others, a teacher or a counselor. You know, we have a major impact and and we leave a major impression on young people. Important that we value that because 
You never know who is looking to you for guidance. And so it's important that when we have our good days, we have our good days. When we have our bad days, we still bounce back and try to make it a good day, don't we? So it's important to show that everything is not always ideal, but when you have a wonderful support system, and I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I am very blessed. I have a wonderful family. I have wonderful friends. And that support system is something you can't buy. It's invaluable. And and when you have that, you share that with others. That's what's important. That's part of what a faceted gem does, by the way. Because that brightness, that shine, that, that glory that you have is one that's supposed to be shared with others. And you give it without without thinking about it. It's like breathing. You just exude it because you know it's the right thing to do. It's the blessed thing to do. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing to do. So why are we here? To help each other, to share with each other, to love each other, to find peace and comfort with each other. And that's why this is such, this has been such a wonderful opportunity for me to do this on Blog Talk Talk Radio. Then we also ask, would you consider mentoring anyone in this field? And how can someone find a mentor? There are a variety of different ways. Um, one is through clubs and organizations going on the Internet, talking to people who are in the field. Almost every area has a professional organization. And I find now that many organizations and associations, they within their membership, they have committees and subcommittees, and they have people willing to help mentor and guide people in this in any particular area, quite frankly. I find it in the arts. I find it um, in academia. I find that in a lot of different areas. And if you don't find it, ask. But I think there's, there's an engagement that more and more people want between each other. And I think that's what's very helpful. Again, it's networking. It's meeting the right people to know what to study, how to study, where to go to study something, especially if it's a speciality area. You have to do your homework. You have to do your research. And that can be more and more exciting because it draws you ever more into your field. And that's exciting. What provides, if any, a respite from your work? For example, hobbies. Is it necessary? All of the guests on Faceted Gem agree you have to have a way of removing yourself from the intensity of the development of your other patient's field's profession. And just like we had a variety of different people in fields and professions, we had a chiropractor, we had a, a, a pediatric dental surgeon, well, we had a counselor, we had a teacher, we had... Um, um, we had an artisan, uh, we had um, a bookstore owner, we've had writers, um, we've had musicians. All of them have some other hobby. They have something else that takes them away. And for some of them, it's 
it's music for some of them it's uh, it's reading for some it's uh, knitting or crocheting for for others it's it's you know a variety of different things and so, for or cooking and so those are the things it's very very important that you find that balance the balance between the intensity of what you're looking to doing and what and and having that 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 hobby that takes you away um, and that adds that balance because then you go into that research even more refreshed and excited and alive. It, uh, those are the questions that we asked our guests. And, and for some of them, I mean, it, they just melded everything all together, so excited about what it is that they were able to share. And I know you know, if you take the time to just listen to yourself for a minute, that there's excitement inside of you about a variety of areas, not just one thing, but a variety of areas. Don't be afraid to explore within yourself those areas that you think you might like to explore. Now, as I say this to you, of course, I'm not just, you know, talking to the choir. I've, I've used this on myself. I know that I'm capable of doing more than one thing well. I know that I'm a contract manager. I know that I, I, I'm a dancer. I know um, that I knit, that I crochet. I do a lot of different things. I write. And I love nurturing all of those experiences. And for some things I get paid for, for some things I don't. For some things it's just the enjoyment and the love. And quite frankly, as I said before, I'm still evolving as well. Okay, so yes, for some of those creative endeavors, I do get paid, and that's a wonderful, wonderful feeling. But you still, you still come away with, for myself anyway, what am I going to do next? What is my next project? I look forward to developing and creating other things, and I like that. I like having the creative side of myself available at the touch at any moment's notice for me to develop, create, and display and share with others what I'm able to do. That's extremely important. Be flexible. Be open. And it doesn't mean you have to tell everybody what you're doing. Not necessarily. I mean, for years I may have told everybody everything that I'm doing, and, and there's still some things that I haven't told people, but it's because I'm still developing that craft. I'm still developing that I'm, de- I'm still developing what I want to be and where I see myself. And that's a wonderful, wonderful way to live because it's exciting. I read a lot. I research a lot. Um, I keep notes. I keep journals. I've come a long way, but I'm far from finished. I am far from finished. We are all faceted gems. As I said in the beginning, give thanks for our blessings. Enjoy life and loved ones now. Mentor when you can. Silence allows us to hear the inner voice and concentrate on the good. G-E-M-S. Give, enjoy, mentor, and silence. We're all gems. Be silent. Be silent. Don't be afraid to listen to that inner voice. Your inner voice gives you your strength. Your inner voice is is not a voice you should be afraid of. There's strength and peace and tranquility in that inner voice. 
Now, for some people, that might be a little scary. I'm not trying to scare anyone. I'm trying to encourage. I encourage you to listen to yourself. You know what makes you tick. No one else can tell you what makes you tick. You know what makes you happy. You know what gives you joy. Try to find that joy as often as you can in this short, short life that we have. Embellish upon all the good that's within you and that you want to share with so many other people. Neil Blake gave me this opportunity and I want to thank him again for allowing me to air in a wonderful run. You will hear in the archive show some of them <laughs> some of them are better than others and hey, they're all great as far as I'm concerned because you know, between program glitches and you know, people not showing up or showing up late or it didn't matter. It was still the joy, the joy of having the opportunity. This was a program that made me reach. And my guests loved it. They, you know, they they were excited to talk about what they do and how they got there. For some, it was easier than others, but the journey was still one that they were willing to rehash and share with us. And that's a blessing. Nothing's perfect. We try the best that we possibly can. And that's wonderful. Don't feel you have to be perfect. Just try. Go out there and try. And if you don't succeed the first time, try again. And just keep going till you get it right. Because whatever you do, it's still right. Because you tried it. You made the attempt. And that's important. I usually leave uh, the show with this closing remark. Love everyone. Empower. Assist when you can. Dream and believe in the positive energy within. All have that energy. I'm asking you to tap into it. For yourself, not for me. For yourself. Love yourself a little bit more today. And take the time to listen. And don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I'm sure there's beauty within I'm very grateful to Brian Snow. He's my music teacher. I'm grateful for the fact that he developed this theme song, Four Faceted Gems, that he performed and he composed. And I want to leave you with that. And I want to leave you happy and healthy. And I pray that you all find your dream and polish up that faceted gem that you are because I know you are.